listen to Two Married Lesbians discuss an LGBTQ plus book each month that highlights the queer human condition as they use connection and humor to relate the issues to us as a queer community. She's Anna. And she's Miranda. I am. And we're two married lesbians. We are. And we're all queer here. We just wanted to start off by mentioning that we recorded this episode before the recent rash of mass shootings happened. Um, So we don't speak about them in the episode because when we were recording this, it hadn't happened yet. Um, Of course, we're deeply saddened by these tragedies and we hope that um, policy can be implemented to prevent, to impact change and prevent future tragedies. We also talk about in the episode how schools very often are prepared for shootings with drills and preparation because that is part of our daily life is that we run the risk of having this happen to our children when they go to school. Um, So in seeing these shootings recently, it has just brought about a new wave of tragedy for not just the New York community, but the Texas community um, and everyone impacted and connected to those communities. And we mourn with them. We pray this never happens again. Hey, all you queers out there and allies, if you're listening, welcome on back to All Queer Here. And just in case I forget the name of our podcast, Anna seems to be wearing a t-shirt that says All Queer Here. So uh, she's helping me out with those context clues. Absolutely. (laughs) We hope all you folks had an amazing uh, couple weeks since we last spoke. We hope you got some good reading done. And we... A good start to Pride Month. A good start to Pride Month. And we brought... A heavy hitter today. Uh, I have a lot of complex feelings about the book that we're doing today, Love is Love. Uh, it's an anthology comic book, an anthology graphic novel that was put together by quite a few different folks in both the independent and DC comic world. Um, I first was exposed to this book by, you know, our our favorite Anna over there. Uh, my wife shared it with me initially, and um, I mean, a very powerful book, and then rereading it a few years later, I have some different feelings about it, still bawled my eyes out, but um, I I will bring them up when we get to it, but uh, there were definitely some moments I was like, oh, oh that's... Mm, mm. Let's talk about the, the audience here. So since this title is a comic book anthology and comic books did not receive formal reviews, there's we, we have to go by the label on the back, which says it's, quote, suggested for mature readers, end quote. And um, so we personally suggest this title for ages 14 and, up, 14 and up due to the subject matter of it being about victims of a, of a mass shooting and the emotions that it triggers. Absolutely. And just in case any of our listeners are not aware um, which event this is about, 
Um, this was created by quite a few different folks, in, uh, as we said before, in the comic community, kind of spearheaded by um, Mark and Draco uh, as a response to try to raise money for the victims uh, and the victims' right, to families. To the survivors uh, of the Orlando and survivors, Pulse shooting. Yeah, absolutely, of the Orlando Pulse shooting. Um, Which happened on June 12th, 2016. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, oh, I've already, uh, the emotions are already, they're already rolling in. Do you um, remember when you heard about the shooting? Um, I don't have, like, a visceral memory of, like, exactly everything that I was doing like I did like when 9-11 happened um and I think part of that was at this time in my life I was in a a very dark place and I was kind of um stuck in the 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 not just closet but this hetero world of of hetero uh hetero pretend robot um, but I, I do very much remember seeing it on the news and just being so deeply, so deeply hurt and angry. And I just, I couldn't imagine why, why? I mean, that, that's the only, the only thing that I could think is like, why, why? It just so senseless, so senseless. I... I also don't remember exactly where I was. I remember getting the text alert and just reading it as the story developed and just like being in awe of it mm-hmm. and not even like, cause you know, we, we get those texts all the time. I mean, not all the time, but enough about shootings, um, that it's, it's not uncommon that we see that. And yeah, you know, 49 people were killed, 53 were injured. Um, this next part comes from Wikipedia, which it's all true. So sometimes Wikipedia is a good kernel of truth. Um, Pulse was hosting a Latin night and most of the victims were Latino. So I want to say about that is that's part of one of the reasons that the guy chose that night. And I don't want to say that guy's name. No, I don't want to say his name. No, but that's one of the reasons because Mm -hmm. it was, um, Latin night. So back to, um, it is the deadliest incident in the history of violence against LGBT people in the United States, as well as the deadliest terrorist attack in the U S since the September 11 attacks in 2001 and was the deadliest mass shooting by a single gunman in U.S. history until the 2017 Las Vegas shooting. So at the time, I remember it blowing up and blowing up because of how many... Ca- I mean, that's sad. Because of how many casualties. It doesn't matter how many casualties happen. Any, um, any amount any shooting, is too many. Right, it's terrible, right. But I just think it just it was just this huge news story. And it just felt like it kept coming all summer, like all these updates and everything coming out. And then like the guy's wife got charged on aiding and abetting and like all these things or she got charged in in conjunction with it so it's just like one thing after another and you just wanted it not to go away but not to be true yeah you wanted to not hear about it yeah i i yeah it um it felt like when you have a nightmare and you can't wake up from it Mm -hmm. because that's that's exactly what it was it was a nightmare um just a absolutely heinous act of violence that was, you know, so specifically targeted. Uh, I mean, we could, we could talk right. <laughs> the whole time about how a book. awful it it's was. It's a banned book. But yeah, absolutely. Love is that. love. Banned book. 
Um, what uh, What's kind of your relationship with this book? Yeah, so um, spring of 2018, I was on a team of English One teachers, and we decided to do a graphic novel unit. We had a lot of low readers, and they all loved graphic novels. And so the last unit of the year was kind of open for us to plan together. And um, I think the district suggested that we read To Kill a Mockingbird, but that graphic novel hadn't come out yet. And that text was just above our, our readers at the time. And it wasn't going to engage them to get them ready for the next year, which is what the last unit should be about. Right. Um, <clears throat> so we had, um, we worked on a grant for graphic novels about social justice issues. We thought that would engage them. And then they were going to do this big research project. And there were seven novels to choose from, and they were only going to pick two to read. So it was a choice selection, so they didn't have yeah. to read, you know. So Love is Love was obviously part of that. They didn't have to read Love is Love if they were not feeling comfortable with it. So that right. that's an important thing to note. Um, but some of the other graphic novels were about the civil rights movement, the Holocaust, the prison industrial complex, and more. And um, we presented and received the money for a, a six class sets of those graphic novels, which was it's a lot of money. Um, and then a couple weeks later, we were covering them up in plastic covering um, mm -hmm. to make sure that they lasted a long time. And our principal walked in and said, pack them up. We, they're, we're not, they're getting pulled. We're not teaching them. And we were like, what? Yeah. And there was a complaint that had reached the superintendent. And um, so they literally pulled them from our classroom. Okay, so I'm confused because it sounds like you hadn't yet started them. No, it was two days before the unit. It was the Thursday so, before, and we were going to start the unit on Monday. The children didn't even get to read them yet. No, they were they were being censored. They were banned. They, the complaint, um, they jumped from the challenge to pulling the books, which is not what the school policy, the district policy was. Um, so we tried to resolve it internally first, just because... That's how a lot of censorship issues can be resolved is quietly. Mm -hmm. So we didn't run to the media right away. We didn't report it right away to the American Library Association. So um, our, our lead teacher wrote a letter outlining the complaint policy and requesting the books be returned. We never got a response. Um, they uh, We found out later that, um, much later, that all the books were going to be returned and we're like, oh, great. Like, we'll just, yeah. we'll do it at the beginning of next year or whatever. Yeah. And just thinking maybe it was something that was a misunderstanding and they cleared it up. And so that was the hope, right? Right. And this, and then the principal said, well, not love is love. And so. Everything else got returned. Everything every, else everything was okay. Else. Yeah. Um, Speak by Lori Holt Anderson, a book about mm -hmm. sexual assault, like all that stuff. Um, that. So it's know. not that they were like concerned about, oh, this is. This is a difficult topic. This is an emotional topic. Well, a lot of the the stuff we got was from district people that wouldn't go on the record. Mm -hmm. And it was going around in the central office that there was a gay book and that there was teaching kids to be gay. And, of course, you know, all those fallacies that come out of that. I know. It was terrible. Yeah. So um, we found out. We had to sit down with the principal at the end of the school year that um, there was a committee um, that the superintendent met with a couple people in curriculum and a couple librarians and that the they banned it because it was there was paperback only format which is nonsense because we order books in paperback for libraries so that's the only format yeah there was no formal reviews but we know that comics don't receive formal reviews yeah and the quote mature content 
Okay, which, so again, and, all and of those... It doesn't say mature content in the book. The back yeah. of the book says suggested for mature readers, but they wrote, quote, mature content, end quote, which basically is like a euphemism for gay. Yeah. And really, when you because, look at the content, there's yeah. only a couple that even have blood or violence on them. Right. And you look at like our 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 culture, in America at least, we have active shooter drills in schools. Yes, we go to Dave and Buster's and there's little kids playing shoot 'em up games. Yes. Well, and the books, the other books you were speaking about, every, for, for the majority of those, everything that you cited as this is the reason it was banned pertains to those. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing that isn't the case in those others is they don't contain queer perspectives. And I remember thinking... Because I was the only queer person on that team. But I actually heard about the book from another person on that team. And then after I'd read it and I was thinking about it, I was like, hey, we don't have a we don't have a Latin representative, Latino yeah. representation. Yeah. That was before we said Latinx. We have a Latinx representation in, the, yeah. in this um, collection of books that we put together. And we don't have anything LGBT. What about this book? And he was like, oh, that'd be a great book. And so the other person, the other, the team lead who I co-wrote and presented for the grant um, went ahead and read it and was like, yeah, this is great. And I was like, well, what if this gets pulled or what if we don't get, I was worried we wouldn't get the grant cause we brought copies of all the books for the committee to look at. Right. And there was a question about love is love. Like, what about blah, blah, blah. We're like, well, you know, all of these books are appropriate for high school and they are. And I yes. firmly stand behind that. Yes. So anyway, but, um, after I wrote a piece about it for, um, the Dallas voice paper, a teacher who was there at the time, mentioned that the books were in their classroom libraries, mm-hmm. which was news to us because we were told that the books were sent back, which we found hard to believe because they came from Amazon and we had already put the plastic covering on them. But I thought, yeah. hey, maybe Amazon takes back all kinds of stuff, even altered <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And so I reached out to her for more inf- information but never got a response. So <clears throat> um, either way, I guess if the books, aren't, the books aren't part of the formal curriculum, even though it was a choice book part of the curriculum. Yeah. Um, but at least they're available to students. If that is true, if they're in there, you know, I could. We can hope. We, we can yeah. hope that students that can benefit from seeing themselves reflected in those pages mm-hmm. can get them. But we, so finally, again, we tried to resolve it and at the uh, internally. And at the end of the year, we reported it to the American Libraries Association. We got the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund involved, which is a great organization. But they needed someone to have to still be involved with the district. So either like lived in the mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. or still worked at the school. Because you at that point, right? I had left. resigned. I, I switched schools after that. My counterpart had done that too. The one I wrote the grant with, and the, we knew the rest of the team just didn't care. They just gave up. They just deferred to the superintendent, and that's yeah. not policy. Like no, you have to fight censorship. End yeah, of story. Absolutely. So. We reached out to the um, Gay Straight Alliance advisor, and um, who was who was queer, and uh, she said she wanted to talk to some other teachers about it, which you know that they they weren't going to tell her anything, and they said they wouldn't even talk to her about it. So wow, yeah, and um, and that she didn't want to get involved because she was getting ready to retire. So we just just a lot of people passing the buck. Yeah, at that point, I just kind of resolved it, and I did a follow up piece um, like two years later for Dallas Voice. Um, after my my uh, counterpart and I, my, the other the team lead, we did some um, research and uh, open records requests into some of the emails to see what 
was behind it. And yeah. we, we wrote two research chapters about kind of the silence of censorship and like the euphemism and how the principal just jumped because the superintendent said it. And like, yeah, nobody was willing to take a stand for a book that teenagers should have access to. Yeah. And that's the sad thing, you know, and she could have told us at the end, like, Hey, we're, we can't take them back. So we're going to put them in the, in the, um, we're going to put them in the, um, classroom library, the classroom libraries and y'all can do the unit as you planned, but we're not going to make this public. Like I, I I probably would have been okay with that. Yeah. But to just be like, they're gone, they're not coming back, I mean, it's just, it's 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 shocking to me. And maybe yeah. they did get sent back and then Amazon said, we can't take them back because they're, you know, whatever it was. What a, yeah, I just, it doesn't really matter. The it's fact, the that, fact the, that it happened. And the district was silent. They never mm-hmm. responded. I got Resource Center involved mm-hmm. and um, one, of, one of their people is amazing over there who um, actually... He read the book and he was like, this is like PG-13. This is totally appropriate for high school. Yeah. And so he actually got a state representative involved who met with the superintendent about this book. Wow. And like a week or two later, the superintendent was gone. Oh, so wow. It's just, I don't know. Like there's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was hard. It was a, it was my first um, censorship challenge or mm-hmm. ban, challenge mm-hmm. and ban. They just, they came right, you know, very closely back to back. So but yeah, let's get to the content. Let's get to the content. So um, I said that all excited, but it's gonna be a rough I know, ride. I know. <laughs> I do. I do like when you open the cover. On the back side of the cover is all of the names. I wanted yeah. to read all of the names, but I also don't want to butcher names because people have often butchered my last name. Yes. So I just thought we would just sit in silence. Um. For as long as it takes me to, to read their names and their ages to and myself. And then I, we want to post yeah, all 49 post names all in names. the in the show notes. And we would encourage each of you to, to take a look. So I'm going to read them silently. really hard to do all at once it well try not to cry because you have to be able to read i know i know i mean thinking about each one of those people had hopes and dreams and plans and family and friends and um i mean would have made amazing impacts on this world and uh you know it's uh 
it's always hard to <laughs> to have an episode where you talk about something so heavy. But that's how we remember the people that matter, you know. And um, <laughs> while this book does have some um, some aspects that I I think could have been improved upon, could have been written better, could have been, somebody could have spoken up about certain things. I am glad it exists. I am so thankful that people were bold enough to do something, to make an effort and put out more love so that when we're all reeling and full of fear and anger and despair, you know. It's really bold to try to do something to make it better. And I think, too, like, you know, I know the title is Love is Love, but it's, I think the overall message is, like, love does conquer. And there is more love than hate. There is. And um, one of my um, my favorite pieces is a, is a one page piece and it's called uh, it's titled hand me down and it's got two kids your friends and they're like playing outside but they separate at the beginning and run into their houses yes and you hear that there are different sets of adults talking about the news coverage and one yes is, one is happy about it and he says the f word and, and another, when we say f word we're not talking yeah, yeah. about the the four letter f word we're talking yeah, about the, the slur the slur the homophobic slur and um the other kid is like, why are those two men kissing? And um, like, it's because they love each other. Like, like you and dad. And he's like, yeah, exactly like me and dad. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing that kid hears. And on the other side, the kid is repeating the F word. Yeah. And so it's just that power of being raised hate in an accepting. Hate is taught. Yeah, hate is yeah. taught. And there's another one too, where there's a bunch of family members standing outside of yes. um, a nursery. And you see the babies. Yes. The nursery yes. at the hospital. Yeah. Yes. And they're, you know, and you, you see that. Um, and it's like, it's, it's taught. Hate is taught. It is. And acceptance can be taught too. And it should be. Yes. So. Um, I, I, there were so many pages that um, I kind of just wrote about the ones that. I yeah, either felt very strongly about yeah, what's one that or you, was, that was upset about. But that one that you mentioned was was definitely one that was really powerful to me. I'll tell you, there were only... Because I've read it, especially during the censorship, censorship battle, mm-hmm. I've read it dozens of times now. Yeah. I'm just seeing like, what they were talking about or like pointing out the one where Batman walks around and there's mm-hmm. dead bodies, but they're not bloody and gory. They're just clearly dead. They're, you know... Yeah. Because um, they're not moving. And he's wondering like... If I can't get answers, no one can. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, like Even yeah. that sense of, uh, superheroes can't fix this. Yeah. Um, the There were probably two that stuck with me that I remembered from the first time I read it to this time. Um, and then, you know, rereading it, there were some that I had forgotten about or had misremembered or, or what have you. Um one of them that hit me the hardest, and 
I think it's because I'm an animal lover. Like I'm always I know a sucker. What you're talking about. Yep. Yes. That one. The every one time. where there's that that dog that gets adopted. In like 2009. Yeah, and you're like, oh, and and he's you know the guy's playing with this dog, and I mean you just you're just so happy, and then his the owner doesn't come home. Or, and you see the paper. You see all the mail falling down, and the dog's sad, and then the dog is back in the and pound. It's a couple days after the shooting. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't, and um, I mean, obviously you don't know, you know, a lot of these pages, where there was a page or two, um, a lot of these were created with an idea of someone, but they don't necessarily correlate to a specific person that that was a victim of, of the shooting. But there are several. There are a few that are. Stuff. The one that just... This is jumping to, like, the very end. The one with the, the mother and son that would go dancing together. And that... That act of a mother's love when she heard the shots that she told her son to run. And he survived because of her. And in the queer community, there are so many instances where queer folks are disowned, they're kicked out, or, or you know, at the very least, sometimes not, not treated with respect and dignity, they're dead named, they're, you know, all these sorts of things. But to see such a pure representation of a mother's love and acceptance of her son that she is gonna go dancing with him <laughs> frequently um just beautiful and i mean that that specific one really sums up love is love as as a as a whole and i just that one was even though the dog one stuck with me and it really gets me. I think that the the mother's love, well that that was that was probably my favorite because the hope is as time goes on and more and more people practice acceptance and not teach hate that uh we will see more parents react to their queer children with that sort of love. Uh, gotta dry my face off now. <laughs> One of the ones that has stuck with me, and I remembered it when I started, when I reread it this this past time, because it's been a while since I'd read it. It um, it's a guy going into a shop, and there's like it's almost like a pawn shop, I guess, but there's like um, guns. yes, it looks like a gun store. It looks like a gun store. Yes. There's guns on the back of the wall. And it looks like he's buying a gun, and the guys tell him it's compacted, it can take care of a lot of people, and that's kind of a play on words. And then you see at the end that he's buying like a golden heart. Yes. And at the end, he's walking away, and his heart, his chest is almost like robot opened up, <laughs> and he's putting it in his heart. And he's like, um, "Don't you need this? The people they care for, or whatever." And it's the the news story that the. Yeah, because let me, let me look it up. I'm, I'm misquoting. <laughs> it. I think I'm misquoting it. Let me find it, but. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I had to mark the pages. He says, oh, hey, don't forget your ammo. That's what it is. Oh, your yeah, ammo. yeah. And it's him holding up the news story. And he's crying at that point, the, the sales guy. 49 slain in nightclub attack. Like, I just thought that's... That's pretty powerful. It is, because as a community... We can't let hate win, Mm-mm. you know? Never. We have to practice, you know, that that self-love and, and love of each other and love of, of, you know, straight folks, of allies. I mean, the most radical and powerful thing that you can do to react to hate is love. And I, I really do think that that... The title is uh, fantastic. Um, I uh, what changed for me between then and now, as far as reading it, and I, I think that this anthology is such a, even though it's 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 thin, <laughs> it's such a heavy and 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 large. Um, work and because it comes from such a diverse group of people uh there were of course queer artists and writers um there were straight folks that were there were allies and and wanted to do something to help but i think what changed for me was reading it the second time i was really disappointed in how a few of those titles treated our trans brothers and sisters. And while I understand that as a, like societally, as, as a whole, uh, non-binary hadn't come into our vernacular in, in the, the mainstream like it has now, I was really disappointed that our non-binary peeps weren't even mentioned, like at all. Not even with incorrect terminology as were our our trans brothers and sisters but again that wasn't something that was huge back then i know i'm saying someone could have looked everything over and said "Ooh, whoops you can't use that word that's outdated we want to use this word instead um there was this one one that you're talking about okay so there were a couple that i had and then with. I want to talk about the other ones I like too. Okay, I have more that I like too, but I I do want to call out that you know it's it's important that when we see something, it's dated. Yeah, I don't think anything was done on. I I know nothing was done maliciously. It's just didn't age do, as well as we thought. We do have to call out mm-hmm. that as of that time, things could have been handled better, and they should have been handled better. But um, there were two in particular that that um, I'm going to call out. One was, and, and I loved the idea of it, um, but one was a one-pager, and you see a door, and there's, like, moaning noises mm-hmm. coming out of it. And the the artist there was calling out that it's a written page, so you can't tell. What's coming out what, of it. Yeah, you can't tell, is this a man and a woman? Is this a man and a man? A woman and a woman? And then it doesn't say transgender. It uses an outdated term that's not correct and it says transsexual which is not something that we use as a community 
we have we have made it very plain this is not a word that's okay to use anymore. Right. I think I just got to the end of that and was like, there are two adults in consent. And yeah, consent and that's important. great. And, yeah, but perfect. I think I just missed that in my reading. Or maybe I read it as transgender. You did an edit. I don't remember that, but like <laughs> now I'm going to look it up just to yeah, make look, sure we're both right or that you're right. It's, I um, would love to be wrong. I would I would love it very much. Because um, I know what you're talking about. Whatever. Yeah, and it's just a it's just a one pager, and it's just a great a great uh, concept, and I I love that the concept was there. But again, um, an editor could have said, "Hey, Here it is. don't do that." <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, it's not often I get to hear, oh, you're right. Oh, hush. <laughs> they do go on, at least um, they could be homosexuals, heterosexuals, bisexuals, or pansexuals. Yeah, I, I appreciated yeah. that there was a lot of inclusivity. Right, I just there think was that attempted. was a, a um, The other oversight. one that I had a really hard time with, and I, I'm really having a, a tough time wrapping my mind around how this happened or how somebody didn't go, hmm... Or don't do that. Or if they were going to have this issue happen, address it and say, hey, you can't, like, don't say that. Um, but basically, it's a, I think this one was a two-pager. And it is at a wedding. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, the father of, I think, the father of the groom talking about his now or future or I guess it's I guess it's after the marriage after the wedding so it's at like the dinner but anyway his now daughter-in-law and he dead names her I believe um and actually re refers to her by the wrong gender and I'm like this is her wedding I am angry at him I am angry at her husband for not having talked to his father within an inch of his life about you can't do this, this is not okay, like this is, and and for not protecting his wife. And if he knew his father couldn't say the right things, then maybe his father doesn't come to the wedding or doesn't come to the dinner. Um, I mean... It's, maybe that was on purpose. Like, there's still people that you have in your life that still make those mistakes. And yeah, you still love them regardless. I understand that. But if that is the intention of that two-pager, then it needs to be called out. Where a few panels later, the, the, the new groom says, Hey, Dad, this is inappropriate. You can't say that. And his dad goes, I am so sorry. I'm still learning and growing. Something like that. Where you go, hey, we messed up. Okay, here's how you can do better. Okay, cool, I've learned from it. Okay, if let's pause that's how it's treated. It. Was it the beginning or the end? Oh boy. I think it's somewhere in the middle. And we'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, so the problem isn't he goes, oh, that was wrong of me to feel that way before. But he's not saying, oh, it's wrong of me to bring this up at, the wedding. at your wedding. That was what and I had And Jane, my beautiful new daughter, all I ask is that you keep my boy smiling. So I think maybe he was trying to say like he didn't accept her and then did. It's it's muddy. I yeah, it's, mu it's muddy. So that that's the thing that 
that because uh, those were the two that I I I had some issues with, and I mean by having conversations like these, this is how we grow, right? Mm-hmm. Because it may be somebody maybe maybe that's a true experience of them. Well, but here's the thing: even if that was a true and accurate representation of something that happened. Maybe notate that this actually happened to me at my wedding. Well, one of them is said based on a real conversation. Yeah, but that wasn't it. So, like, what I'm saying is it's a great lesson for all of us that it's excellent that we want to help a community that maybe we're not a part of. However, that isn't necessarily enough. We also, as individuals, need to go and educate ourselves. Google exists for a reason. Like, some of these things are... A Googleable answer, you know? Oh, should I dead name a trans person? Turns out, no. That's not when you met them as a former gender. Like, you well, say, I, I met them a while ago and I wasn't a huge fan, and now I've come to love you, Jane. Like, yeah, and I mean, by the sound of it, we can't even tell whether or not this father of the groom met Jane before she transitioned. He and says also, that he was going matter. by a different name. Um. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why. I think it's still, and I'm not trying to justify. I just think, I think it's hard for people who are not generally accepting people if they can wrap their mind around transitioning. I think it's still harder for them to have known someone before and after they transitioned. I don't know why. Maybe because the name and seeing them, but they look like a totally different person. I know. When I, um, in my small town that I used to live in before I moved to the big city, uh, I would, I, I used to be a picker and I would sell stuff at like garage sales and flea markets. And it's not like a that. formal title, babe. We've talked about this. A picker. <laughs> to be a reseller. I was a reseller. Anyway, I had this one customer that she would come up and she would buy little dog beds for her chihuahuas. Just the sweetest lady. I love chatting Chihuahua with her. Chihuahua people tend to be. <laughs> well, anyway, she was so sweet. And I always, I always loved chatting with her. And then there was one time uh, another person that was a regular showed up shortly after. Um, I guess had come up while she was still shopping. And then they just start telling me how this, this person that I only know vaguely because she's a regular is trans and she did this and that. And I was just like... Oh, buddy, no, you can't just say that. Like, that's not okay. Like, this is who she is. Like, and I try to have a criminal. I not like, hey, watch out, she steals things. Is she gonna steal a dog bed? (laughs) That's hard to slip in your pocket. Yeah, it is. I'm just saying, it's like it's not a justifiable thing to come up and tell someone. Yeah, you don't. I mean, because you're outing somebody, and this person was just clueless that everything that they said was problematic. And, um, so, I mean, there, there are folks that, you know, even in a small town, even when, when we're talking about somebody that is generationally, like, he was old enough to be my father, um, there's still, there's these opportunities to learn that I think sometimes, uh, when we're not brave enough to have conversations, that then there are the, those opportunities are missed. I was nervous about the transgender representation because, or just any of the representation of queer people, because, you know, not everybody looks queer in the sense that we don't all have short shaved haircuts, you know, that kind of thing. 
And then, like, one of them, there was a girl, a transgender woman that had a shirt on and was very feminine. And, like, not all trans women are very feminine. But not all trans people are androgynous either. But then there are humans that are queer that are androgynous looking. So it's just, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, are we going to see enough representation so that no one is left out or that it doesn't feel offensive, you know? And I feel like we got that. I, I do feel like... In general, yes. I, I do feel like some of these comics were, I mean, just like a chef's kiss, beautifully done, full of, of you know, that sticky, gooey stuff that makes us human, right? That they really captured. Is that what a soul is? Is it sticky and yeah, gooey? Yeah, it's sticky. And that's why it doesn't fall out, mm. you know, because it's sticky. Sticky and gooey. Gotcha. Sticky and gooey. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Um, but, and then there were some that... It, it felt a little shallow. I, I just mean, think, like, at the time, there wasn't a lot of queer graphic novels. Yeah. Now we have a lot Fair. more. Yes, we to do. Go, to, to go to. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a growing um, growing segment of the pub- publishing world. There we go. <laughs> I was like, publication? That's not right. But, yeah, those publications have increased as, as queer people have told their stories. And, you know... Where people need to tell their stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I think every every group of people mm-hmm. should be able to t- should tell their stories and you should be able to see that representation of who you are. I also think um, I want to talk about the couple of more that I liked. Uh-huh. There's a little there's a little boy at the beginning and he asks his dad about two men kissing and he says it as a like his parents. And asks if their love is different. And the dad says, yes, no. And then he's like, yes. And the boy's like, well, why? And he's like, just because they have to kind of combat hate through it. Yeah. So it's not technically different, but it feels different sometimes. And he goes, so the little boy then calls it super love because they have to fight hate to love. And then all the all the men that were kissing are like wearing capes. capes. I yeah. loved that I one too. I just thought that was the cutest. So I want to talk about um, the one where... The child is talking to their dad. I'm trying to find it. Maybe I didn't bookmark it because I would just loved it so much. I thought I would remember it. Um, and they're talking about moving to their aunts. And the kid's wondering if they're going to be... Um, someone's going to come after them like they came after daddy. Yeah. And then you realize that he's a victim of the shooting. And the dad goes... No, no one's coming after you, but we're not going to hide. And the kid goes, good, because I still want to go to the parades. Yeah. And he's like, I'll make sure she takes us to the parades. And just, you know, how that, how family-friendly a lot of these parades have come. Yes. That there's, you know, I know there's a family pride zone at Dallas Pride and, and all that to really be inclusive of we have families now and we all want to celebrate us. And yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. Love doesn't have to be about sex. No, it doesn't. Love is about companionship. Yes. Your person, the hand you're holding as you watch a movie or walking walk through down the, the street, store. Walk through the store. Walking yeah. through Target, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Holding hands, walking through Target. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think my favorite one, and I'm, I'm going to flip to it. Okay. Because um, I, I want to read it, and it's very short. It's toward the back, and uh, it's nine panels all the same 
size of the same anatomically correct heart. Oh, yeah. And they're labeled with different identities. Yes. And I just love this as an image and what you think about when you see it. And so, like, the first one is gay, black, white, straight, trans, Asian, Hispanic, you, me. And, like, that's... That's it? That's it. Like, we all have the same heart. We all have the same ability to love. I just think there's there's so many... It's simplistic, but there's so many layers. Mm-hmm. Like, if I could put up one of these in my house, it would be this image. Absolutely. Like, I'm just, like, huge and framed. Just because, like I said, it's simple, it's beautiful, and even though it has a level of sadness, yeah. it's not... It's not as sad as some of the others. I don't know, but it's not like the little boy saying, well, it's, it's like, really, it's I want really someone powerful. to go to the parades. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I yeah. think he's a little boy. I mean, like you said, little K with short hair, sometimes you assume, and I know that's wrong, but. Um, I I love one of the early ones was, um, was a family that was seeing the news footage, and they were talking about it, and their daughter, um, Basically, the, the kind of talking with their daughter about, like, what, what was going on. And it looked like it was a straight couple, but we don't know. Could have been a bisexual yeah. couple. I mean, who knows? That's true. Uh, but um, the daughter was like, well, it'll be okay because more people care mm-hmm. than hate it. Like, they're, look at all the helpers, you know? And, and the um, person was like, I really hope that's true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I did... Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, cause I was, I was thinking about this recently a lot. Um, cause <laughs> frequently we record ahead of time and, uh, well, just in case we get sick or yeah. Yeah. But sometimes to hear our allergy voices, <laughs> I don't want to hear my, allergy I voice. don't want to hear my allergy voice either, but just so that people have context we're recording this right after the uh, leaked um, Supreme Court document about potentially overturning Roe v. Wade um, and an increase in the number of states that are proposing abortion bans. Um, <laughs> as if it were not enough to have all the increased government actions that were specifically targeting queer people uh, or trans kids um, or just adding to the list of targeting folks and removing rights. Uh, so that being said, it got me to thinking a lot about pendulums and about how when we make these huge shifts in our, our, our cultural progress, whether it be a, a governmental action, whether it be, um, you know, being a lot more supportive of, of folks than maybe we had been in the past. It always seems like after we make those huge gains there's a pendulum shift back the other way. At some point. At some point. Um, and especially when we have positive progress. 
uh, like you see it with, you know, the, the civil rights era. We had made all this positive progress. And then there's this violent and swift shift backward by people that, well, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Their hearts are full of hate. They're, they don't want progress for everyone. They want to keep the power. And um, I just, it's had me thinking a lot about how, how can we as humans and, and within these, you know, interlocking, interlocking relationships that we have within society, how can we make lasting changes and, and minimize those, those pendulum shifts in the other direction? We got to vote. Well, we got to vote. more than just the national election. I mean, vote for your city council, vote for, you know, the county commissioner, vote for school board, like... Some people skip this because, like, well, I don't know these people. Well, yeah, don't just pick one. Um, some people vote straight party. I mean, I voted for people on both sides of the aisle just because I, I knew them and I trusted them or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, um, go to the events. Ask them questions about queer stuff. I'm sure yeah. the paper will, co- will cover it. And then they'll be on record, you know, that kind of thing. Well, absolutely, yeah. Call them. Call your representatives, your city council members. Email them. Flood their inboxes. Or, or heck. Run yourself. Yeah, run yourself. If you if you or don't get like, involved in a local campaign to vote, yeah, you know, if you don't want to get, get on money, a school board, yeah, and then watch out for censorship. <laughs> well, if you don't want to <laughs> donate money, and a lot of people like the money's tight or this and that. If you don't want to donate money, donate your time. Yeah, sometimes they need more boots on the ground than they need. I mean, they always need money, but I'm sure they also <laughs> need boots on the ground. Yeah, no, that's true. So, but I know that takes time, and we're all busy, and this and that, and life takes. But over. it's important. It's important because when when stuff comes up. They're the ones making making the laws. But even though people get elected, they st- they want to hear from you. You know, there's lots of, like the ACLU has drafts of emails you can send. You don't have to start from scratch, you know. There are resources out there. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's I want to go back point. to um, something that I really thought was cute. Yeah. In this book was the two football players. It starts off that they're kissing. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And they're talking about, you know, football being, um, football being like, um, I can't remember. I'm gonna, something like a, something of benefit for the South. And it's one of my bookmark pages. But, um, yeah, he goes, I think football is God's gift to the South. There we go. And they have different color helmets. And I don't really realize it at first. I'm just like, oh, maybe they're practicing. But why would they have different color helmets? <laughs> and then at the end, it's homecoming. And they're playing for the opposite team. I just that thought cute. that is so sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. athletic representation with, with yeah. people. Yeah, because uh, frequently there's the, you know, the completely false narrative that gay men don't play sports. They absolutely do. And they do it very well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the overly, like, gay women all play sports. Like, no. No, there's plenty of straight women playing sports, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, all, it takes all types. All types. Uh, one of the one I I really liked, too, um, was, it was, it was talking about how you can lie about us, you can refuse to serve us, threaten us, but you can't stop us from dancing. Mm-hmm. That sums it up right there. It, that got me 
Yeah. So many of these got me. Oh yeah, this is a cry fest. Like, and yes. I hate to say that, but if like, you, if you ever it's, have it's one of those emotional... moments, you're like, I need to cry. I yeah. need a good cry. Pick this up and read it. Mm-hmm. I've done that, like, with books before, because I knew I just needed to cry, but like, I wasn't able to cry, and I don't know. Had a lot of heartache as a kid, so then I I don't cry often. But this book. Several of them. And it's also one that I couldn't really read in one sitting. Oh, I have yeah, to take yeah. breaks. I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> I have to take breaks. I have, you know, you got to leave your eyes and do something happy. And then a lot of it, like, I think about, you know, it's not, it's not great to be thought of as a victim of a mass shooting, you know? Yeah. Like, I think about, you know, the, 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 the Las Vegas shooting, because mm-hmm. that was kind of my um, example um, to to just to to talk about with the censorship when the censorship happened with this book was if this was about the Las Vegas shooting and those victims it wouldn't have been banned yeah but because it's about gay people essentially because that's what they kept saying gay 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 and you know it was a gay club but we don't we say gay club to shorten it but it's about queer people let's yes. make sure we're inclusive but. They kept calling it the gay book in the district, and that got back to us. Yeah. And so it's like, because you had that element, that's why it was banned. You know, we can't see them kissing and that kind of, it's just shocking, right? And so I think about it in the sense that, like, you know, the people who were killed at the, the Las Vegas shooting, that was just a madman killing people at that concert. That's terrible. Yeah. But I think to be a victim of this shooting, because of your identity... Because you were either Latinx or you were there at Latin night supporting that community is even more terrible. Yeah. It's, 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 and not, it's, again, and it's not layered to say, like, hate. I don't say it's worse than being the victim of this. I'm not trying to say No, it. it's, I think it's coming it's out wrong. I'm just it's saying, more like, nuanced. Yeah, I just think they were specific. It's not like just a madman shooting because they're crazy, right? And wanting to do something hateful. This was a planned attack because of these people's identities and their race, end of story. And people yeah. who supported those identities in that race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's it's so much more complex. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? No, like, it does. I feel does. like I'm saying the wrong it thing, does. and I'm not trying to. I just, I just feel like, I feel like the layers are so much more intricate there, and I think this book is a healing balm for our community. Yeah. With even with some of the issues you brought up. Yeah. And I think it's a good way to memorialize those people because that will always be part of our history. And, you know, this might not ever be taught in school, just like Stonewall isn't really taught. It wasn't taught in my school. No, it wasn't. I didn't learn about it until after college for crying out loud. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. After I'd already come out and had a girlfriend and did all this stuff, not did all this stuff, like went to the club and like <laughs> thought I was out and like was educated about queer well, stuff. and that's what's how so to be queer. sad. I did all this stuff. What did you do, Anna? I'm like, whoa, I wasn't <laughs> trying to be risque. I'm just saying but that, like. that's what's so sad. Introduced her to my mom, like gone through yeah, queer you, milestones you and can... still didn't know about Stonewall. Absolutely. And that's what's so sad about queer culture is because our culture is not taught in schools we have so many queer youth that have to stumble into learning about our history Mm -hmm. 
And and that's just so sad. There's actually a children's book called Stonewall, and I'm going to look it up so people make sure they get the right book. They're looking it up. Um, and there's fo- there's actual photos at the end and a beautiful author's note that summarizes it up. I just Googled Stonewall accidentally. Stonewall book. <laughs> um, now it's going to pull up the honor books. But there is a, it's called Stonewall, um, <clears throat> a building, an uprising, a revolution. And it's written by Rob Sanders. It's illustrated by Jamie Kristoff. And it's, it's an overview of the riots and what happened and just beautifully done. If you like picture books, go to your library, check it out. Um, I know I'm definitely going to be ordering it for our nieces. So I know they're, they're babies now, but I want them to know about that. Like that's yeah. important. And it's, it does it in a way that like kids can understand it too. Yeah. Um, but they so, need to, okay. They need to you mentioned, you mentioned our nieces yes, and then I want to bring up something I've been thinking about a lot. Uh-oh. Okay. Is it about so, changing diapers? Because we're going to have to do that as ants. No, it's okay. We'll be I can on do diaper it. duty for a while. I can do it. Okay. Um, but, and I hadn't really gotten a chance to talk with my sister about this. So I have no idea how she feels. Um, but I've been questioning how I want to refer to them. Oh, yeah. I'm like, do I, do I want to call them my... My nibblings, you know, Which do I want to give it a, a gender neutral uh, thing? Will that upset my sister? Do I care if that upsets my sister? I mean, I do. I don't want to upset her. But I also am like, these are infants. They, I don't know how they feel. I they guess, don't know how they feel Because, like, yet. they already have bows in the hospital because they're still in the NICU. I guess I thought I would call them what the parents wanted until... Until we're they, told otherwise. They, they tell us tell otherwise. Us otherwise. And I, I guess because, like... You just defer to the parents for so much of stuff. That's why yeah. I've been calling them my nieces. But okay, and we can ask them when they're when they're you know three or four when gender kind of starts showing. Yeah, you know. Well, they... and we can always present to them, hey, you know, make sure that we're using very inclusive language, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe calling, you know, using using correct pronouns around them, or or uh, illustrating how we. Don't need to necessarily assume gender unless, unless and until told, mm-hmm. um, and just re- refer to people as they, and then if they ask, you know, be, give them examples and and help them understand, um, so that at the very least they will have the opportunity to to be better friends if to you know maybe some non-binary peeps that uh, they get to know, mm-hmm. and if. If one or both of them has a, a gender identity uh, adventure and, 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 you know, decides that, uh, you know, they're like, hey, this is how I identify and decides they want to tell us, great, you know, then, then we've helped them see that we are safe places to land, you know? Yeah, because not every, because we're gay. What? Yeah. Not every gay person is inclusive of the transgender umbrella yes. of terms and identities. Yes. And so... Which is just sad. Just, I know. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, it, people, come on. Just get with it. Uh, read <laughs> Agreed. A read a book. We'll, get with it. We'll keep we'll keep reading books um, to highlight that. But let's talk about our next book. Oh, we're going to rate this. So this one... I think just because I'm so involved in it, I want to give it a five. 
But because of the things that you brought up, mm-hmm. I think I would, I think I would give it a four. I just think it didn't age well, but I do think it was, yeah, I think I'd give it a four. I, I am going to break with now to make my... sure I have it as a four. Do what? I'm going to Goodreads now to make sure I marked it as a four. Oh, snap. Boy, these are real world consequences. <laughs> um, I'm going to break with my five streak that I've had. Um, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to, because I think that both of the issues I brought up were preventable from making it to press. And that that's why. That's full stop. That's why. It's okay for people to make mistakes but we need to hold each other accountable so we can all learn and so i i think i'm gonna give it a three and that might be overly harsh and i i do still recommend it i do still want people to read it but we can't we can't leave members of our own community out in the cold in an effort to to be like, well, hey, we, we have we have stuff. And I was like, yeah, but as a trans person, uh, our trans brothers and sisters are, are some of the more likely to have violence enacted against them. They're right now they they need they need our support more than um, than some of the other members of our community. Uh, even though they, they, they have been there from jump trying to, to make changes and make waves and make progress. And, um, too, too many times their voices are silenced or erased, um, in the name of trying to make a win. Um, just like the whole, uh, conversation about marriage equality when that when that first kind of uh, the community decided that was our big push as a, as a queer community um as opposed to like non-discrimination and yes. wanting to keep your job because yeah you can get married but yes. what happens when you put your wedding photo on your desk and then you get fired randomly yeah exactly weddings are expensive you I, gotta keep a job to pay for it that's true i i just i i so firmly believe that we can all win together. We don't have to cut out voices to win. We just keep fighting longer, harder, and we love each other. Absolutely. So our second book for Pride Month is Like a Love Story by Abdi Nazanian. Exciting. And it takes place in the late 80s, early 90s during um, the AIDS outbreak. Yeah. A little bit of historical significance there. Always nice to uh, get to do a period piece that isn't a lesbian movie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, very excited about that as well. Absolutely. <laughs>